Things are going to start happening to me now. You've done all the reading. You're a scholar. You're a professor. You've done all the reading. You've done the intellectual heavy lifting. Carlos, eat shit and die. You wouldn't know a fact if it begged you all night long. want to, like, um, you know, give the wrong impression because I am, I, I am very high. Could ran up behind him with a hatchet. Smash, smash, smash. Yeah, care. I'm a libertarian. What I'm getting is. Did why? you vote for Joe Jorgensen or Trump? Who? That's Joe the, Jorgensen. That was the perfect answer. Thank you. <laughs> that was boy, oh boy! It's Friday. This is episode 88. Tyler Yonke, the Libertarian Podcast Review. Andy got sick, and he's so concerned about everybody. Oh, music's off. So concerned about everybody and his own health that he didn't want to come and be for a mic in case he would spread it virally. I don't think he understands how that works. However, we're here. It's Friday. We're going to put on a show. So I thought I'd just catch up real quick. Who are we with Libertarian Podcast Review? We review podcasts. We do some legal analysis, and we have some members-only stuff. And I'm going to play you some special clips of that and kind of describe where we're at on that. Um, I also started an Instagram page. Why? Tyler, why did you start Instagram? That seems really gay. Cole would uh, agree, although that's where he spends all his time. Um, I have all these clips, these little, like, 30-second clips. Maybe some of it's from the news, some of it's from other things. And I had it on my phone, I'm like, these are actually – they're better probably for Instagram than they are for Twitter. So I'm just going to, I'm just randomly posting. So if you want to check us out there, I think it's Kill Podcast. Um, look for us. It's on my link tree on Twitter or Tyler Yonke. So check that out. Okay. Um, I did, and Andy did last week, a members only. And why members only? So here's how it is. I, I want to, we want to take on some sacred cows. And one of, this was a feminist view on men's rights and it was as bad as you can imagine um sometimes i feel like i don't want i don't want that heat that comes from taking on some of these things and then after it's out there a while i'm like you know i do so i i thought we're gonna put them on as a members only thing so it goes streams live to odyssey so you can be a member there and i'll, I'll throw it up there you'll see the the thing um and then after a week or so, I put it on to Spotify. Spotify the, in the lowest tier I could even make for Odyssey was nine uh, four dollars a month. So there you go. If you don't want to do that, no big deal. It'll just wait for a while. But you could have interacted with us live. We have one one member there, and uh, he didn't catch it live or she. I don't know. Uh, then I moved it to Spotify and that one for 99 cents a month, you can see it in it's on video form there. I, once again, I'm not trying to make money at all. That's not my thing. I'm trying to have some sort of way to do a paywall, um, and to kind of just have it's a members only thing. And then what I'm going to do, and I've already loaded up, I just haven't released it. I'm going to put it on my sub stack and I'm going to be there for free. So you will get it just a little while later if you want to wait. Cause I don't, I don't care. I, once again, I'm not trying to get the money. I'm trying to have a community that we can laugh and mock together without having to um, really, you know, expose ourselves to a lot of ridicule. Um, and I'm going to have it there and you can watch it there, but you're going to have to be a member of the Substack or at least uh, apply or 
you don't know, subscribe there. So th that's how it is. So you'll get it there. I'm not trying to grift off of it, um, but I, I want to mind if I, if I do get some money, we've got a little bit of cash already. It's just going to go to try to help to, to put on some events. Um, once again, I, uh, this is not, uh, maybe someday this will be something we have. So uh, we do have a few people that are already showing up. Good to see. Okay. So with that in mind, with this members thing, I only talk about it because Andy and I, it was Hannah Cox and it might've been our best analysis. Now we've done, we've had Dave Smith on, we've had, uh, by the way, Clint's breakdown of Pendulette was pretty ballsy as well. That one was good. Uh, Brian McWilliams was on. He and I did a thing at Gavin Newsom. Uh, we've done multiple, the, uh, how could I forget? Kinsala, Tho Bishop. Um, so there's been several of them that have done great jobs. This was just Andy and I, and I think it was our best. It was our most frustrating, but it was also our best. And before, and so I'm going to play some clips here. And so you could get a, a little taste, a little taste of what we do. Um, so, um, without uh, further ado, here's the first one. Now this one, I just was playing some clips of, uh, Archie, Archie bunker. And then we went into the main thing, but here you go. Listen to ours back. Cause we hit home runs. <laughs> They're out of Wait, the park. You don't, you don't, have th to you don't think people uh, watch their home runs uh, hits over and over? Uh, speaking of home run hits, have you heard of uh, the, the grand old TV show? Uh, this is me and my family, me. Archie Bunker. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to play you a few little clips here because this is what we're going to do. We, we can do this kind of stuff when we are uh, behind the paywall. I fully um, endorse all domestic violence, by the way. This, uh, is, this is where we get in trouble. <laughs> this is episode uh, one. Okay. This is how it uh, opens up. And um, uh, just uh, listen to this. What Dr. Feinberg said. Feinstein. Feinstein, Feinberg, it all comes to the same thing. And I know that tribe. Okay. <laughs> so that's, that's uh, the first one we'll do there. So, okay. So now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into some comments or some, some stuff here. Oh, Spud is here. Spud, you're the one I'm thinking of. You, you have to watch this at some point. I, I don't know if you missed it. It'll eventually be on my Substack for free. Right now it's on Spotify for 99 cents a month. You don't have to pay. I'm not doing that. But you're going to want to, to check out some of these things. So I am going to, okay, this is the way we do it. So this is where, here we go. Ready? Just consider go. myself a feminist. and that Okay, that, that's my first problem. Um, <laughs> how do you define yourself? I mean, I'm a, I'm a man, but I don't, I don't go around constantly calling myself. <clears throat> I just, I hate the labeling shit. And I know uh, ye or yay or whatever is, you know, got into all this kind of crap. I have a pro, it's just, you're a feminist. Okay, I've already discarded anything you're going to say, even if it's the kind of feminist that I can be okay with. Yeah, I mean, what does it mean to have a feminist, like, come into a, uh, to even try to discuss men's rights? You know what I mean? Like, already you're trying to uh, poke, push, buttons and shit you know what i mean yeah. this is uh, if you're trying to make something about men you're labeling yourself as something antagonistic towards men uh why would anyone give half a shit about what you're saying we're only here to rip your ass apart <laughs> okay so, so uh, jc said me and his friends we were just talking about all in the family today um so in that there i play two clips the other one i'm not going to play here uh it's it's a little bit longer uh but we did do that uh, andy and i played a few of those uh, over there. Okay. So there, there, there's our first one about, um, the <laughs> feminist. And by the way, these are in much more, this is a 30 minute, um, a 30 minute uh, video that she does that we take an hour 20 to go over the next clip. And let's address that side of their movement briefly. Where's there your husband, are increasingly By the way, so she starts out by talking about two different sides of the, the men's movement. Uh, the bad side, the good side. And so anyway, here she goes. Local groups of men no in society husband. who simply hate women. 
They hate the gains feminism has made. They can't compete with women on an equal playing field. And they seek to diminish the rights of women so that they can feel better about their puny existence. You know, I, I, I know we make jokes and everything, but I honestly don't believe that. Um, that is the, that's the, there's KKK out there and I'm going to, there's not, I mean, there, there could be somewhat, uh, and maybe Andy's like sitting over there going, what the, Tyler doesn't even know me, but I truly, <laughs> you have a daughter as an example, you're not trying to at all suppress her. What you're trying to do is have her be this whole thinking person, uh, that respects you, that respects herself. And, and I think what Hannah's is describing here, doesn't mix in with that. So she's got to play these weird games. I, I just boogeyman i think is what what she's really making i like happy healthy women who know their role you know and just yeah. like men should know their role too i mean the, the, with that said if your daughter wants what what is what is her role i mean she's gonna grow up to be a woman she i want her to you know make a good wife for somebody someday i mean today she wanted to clean clean her room and make the bed for fun and vacuum right. I'm not going to discourage her and be like, oh, put that away because that's some female stereotype. Like, have at it. Go have fun. Like, that's what makes her happy. Exactly. I think Hannah is just slipping this in to just talk shit about men. She's like, there is this group of people that hate men, but I'm not one of those. But they say all these bad things about men like they suck. And she's not wrong. Damn it. These elements include groups like incels, components of the alt-right and white nationalists, trads who want to (laughs) <laughs> others, the pickup artist community, and the men going their own way movement. And these groups will go so far as to say that rape should be legal. Oh. They downplay the <laughs> violence, they harass women online. I, I, I'm sorry. I, who is saying rape should be legal? I am right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I know you say that, and it's a, it, it, it's. But who is literally? You know, a, a few years ago there was a guy, a, a politician that made some comment kind of like that. And he walked, I mean, it was a big deal. You know, he gets run out. Um, but you, you, no one, I'm sorry. No one says rape should be legal. I just, I, no, I don't I think, buy it. On, she's, on a being hyper, she's being hyperbolic about implied consent. I'm sure. Okay. So as you can tell, she's uh, uh, quite stupid. Um, she did. Uh, it's funny. I played for my wife, just part of her clips without my interjection in there. And when she's, she talks about how women have just so much to overcome still. And my immediately, my, my wife just burst out laughing. It was a guttural reaction. Um, so yeah, like I said, these are going to be free at some point and they'll be up in the Substack. So maybe you want to, it's in the, all the links here. Just go there. Uh, be a member uh, and and you can just subscribe. It's just your email. I don't charge for any of this and I'm not going to charge for that. It's going to be there at some point. And then I think Andy and I will probably release it to the public out in the wild once we get maybe a little bit of <laughs> a feedback on that. But yeah, who's out there advocating for rape to be legal? Now, I, you, you say Tyler, this is all ridiculous, but um, you haven't seen enough. So we're going to keep going here. And it often feels like there is so much we have to overcome to this day. And if you're like me, a lot of the talking points we hear from the men's rights movement can sound like an excuse for sexism or thinly veiled desires to return to societal structures that are. Okay, we're only four minutes into this, but what are these struggles that you're trying to overcome? And that's the problem. You think you still have hurdles. This this chick has never seen a hurdle in her life. She's she's um, who's a great hurdle jumper? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It's it, it, like, as you've mentioned, she's no, uh, she's no Wilma Rudolph. Well, uh, there you go. I was thinking <laughs> of uh, Edward Moses, maybe was what I was going for. Uh, but you know, women getting into college in the higher uh, education is they, in a much greater, they get the degrees in, in a greater de- um, 
rate than men. So there's no hurdles that she's having to, to jump over here. So it's, it's just a weird thing that she's uh, acting she like talking she's about, been put upon. Is she talking about men's hurdles here? I don't know. <laughs> well, that would be a different. Much we have to overcome to this day. And if you're like me, a lot of the talking points we hear from the men's rights movement can sound like an excuse for sexism or thinly veiled desires to return to societal structures that oppressed women. But when you step back and take a look around, okay. it actually just... becomes pretty clear that while women may still have a lot to overcome, men really aren't doing well in our society lately. In fact, a new bit of research found that in 91 of the 134 countries evaluated, women faced fewer net disadvantages than men based on metrics that included literacy, primary and secondary school enrollment, years one could expect a healthy lifestyle and life satisfaction. So does she just say that they have less hurdles to get over? <laughs> women are now more likely to go to college, more likely to graduate college, okay. and more likely to obtain a graduate So what are you degree. trying to overcome? Men are 3.88 times getting more laid life. apparently i think she just tried <laughs> okay so that, i thought that was essentially funny because she starts out by saying how how men are are put upon or women have so much to overcome that so much to overcome and then we're going to talk about the men and, and then she starts giving facts about how men are actually doing much worse than women so it's it's tougher now look i started this thing when you, you'll watch it here i said to andy i'm gonna have a tough time because she's gonna say some things i agree with she's gonna say some things i don't agree with and i'm going to rip her no matter what so i'm gonna be the most inconsistent motherfucker you know because i'm gonna have no choice but to <laughs> be oppositional to everything she says here um there are so many more things here uh, i've got a few more clips should we keep playing them let's keep playing these because uh these are these are fun enough fr and it's friday and and so andy didn't show up um, so here's we go. And I have a lot of men in my life that I love. I've been very fortunate to be surrounded Doubt by it. outstanding men of character. <laughs> yeah, these are the types of men that these women love. <laughs> All right. So anyway, I'm mentally ill trans family from my dad to my brothers to cousins and uncles. I have reaped the benefits of always having strong men backing me up. Okay. And then, and then I would quickly go to this. <laughs> yeah, this is her image of a strong man. <laughs> Solid jawline on that uh, one. I care about these issues that her because I care too? about them. <laughs> yeah. And I think the family is a microcosm for society. I look at my family and my own life, and I can't help but think what our society might look like if it were filled with men like those in my family. Yikes. And while there are always elements of self-responsibility that must be emphasized when it comes to these matters, anyone who cares about liberty should care deeply if the state is putting policies into place that hurt people, especially when those All policies right, disproportionately down. hurt one group Never of people. Okay, so JC said, I'm reviewing my own podcast. Yeah, I, but what I'm doing, this was an hour and a half show. I'm just giving you some nuggets, people, um, because I want you I want you to see these regardless and at some some point they'll be out there. So I want to I want to pique some interest. Um, this next one, those are strong men in her life. Um, hang on, I accidentally opened it up on my other screen. Uh, let me keep going here, and this one will be called false allegations. Ooh, do I want to play this one? I think we will. Have virtually no incentive oh, to lie or falsely report, and just about every reason <laughs> to stay mum. In fact, some studies show as many as 60% of sexual assaults are not reported. Good, good comment. When it okay. comes I, I, I... <laughs> where um, do you get that number from? By the way, I, I don't remember where it was. I just saw a breakdown of this and it's bullshit. It's just bullshit. And I, I, 
I don't know what, I wish she would cite the study and I'd probably be able to go back and, and it's not a difficult thing. And she, she, okay. Anyway, whatever. I, how do you know they're not reported? Yeah. <laughs> these are, these are jobs saved. These are, uh, you know, this, <laughs> these are lives saved with the vaccine. How do you know? It, yeah. <laughs> unreported means they weren't reported. Yeah. <laughs> they told a friend who told a friend. Right. Okay. To the rates of false accusations, this kind of thing is admittedly hard to track. Most wrongful convictions are not discovered because the people at the receiving end simply don't have the resources to prove their innocence. And, and, and if she states the one about um, uh, false accusations, there was another study I read not too long ago about that, and it was it's it's just as bad. It's it's um, it's taken off like a, a, a online poll after the fact or something like that. It's just so, I, it's I wish I would remember all this data. We can't say for sure how many people are in prison due to false accusations, but. Estimates show over the past 20 years that only 2 to 10% of rape allegations proved to be false. Again, you have to look at the incentive structure here. That's the that's 2 to 10 rape allegations are false. One, that's way too high. I'm just I'm just saying if if, if you yeah. have any rape allegations are false, that is bizarre. Um so right there it, it, and how many total but um, I didn't even Sounds know that sixty like percent just a minute ago. <laughs> and I think I think it's what she's taken this from uh, from what I remember these because I've I've seen all these stats I've read these these kind of things and I think it's what she's taken there is uh, it was the person was not convicted so um, then they're assuming that the rape allegation is false so if you have you know a hundred cases and two two of those uh, the person didn't get a conviction or didn't just plead out. Um, and, and they were actually determined to be not guilty. That's, I think, the claim that, <clears throat> therefore, they were false allegations. But you can understand that some dude gets railroaded. I mean, it could be. Maybe that's the case. But, I mean, these stats are, from what I remember, that's where she gets the stats are, are based off of, you're assuming if you're convicted, it's legit. If you're not convicted, it must have been a false allegation. Well, yeah, you got to mm -hmm. understand, Tyler. I'm a feminist, and I get to play both sides, so I always win. Like, <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Miss Andy. Um, so I appreciate you guys, and that's the last one. I think actually there's. <laughs> this is some of the the stuff we had to deal with here. So, um, this is this is uh, last one we'll play. Anna, there's no such thing as systemic racism. Oh God. <laughs> Uh, that was, it was cringe from start to finish. Now someone said in here, this is a, this is where podcasting gets really cringe. Uh, Foob said that phobes, phobes, I don't know. Just when you thought podcasting couldn't get more, any more cringe. Are you talking about her? Or are you talking about me? Either way, um, I'm not uh, shilling a coffee company, but I would, I, 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 I would do that. I don't have any problems. Um, I would, uh, which, which reminds me, I got to get back onto it. Andy and I had some, some great sponsors come up. Uh, so we need to get back to back to to some of those. I think there was the uh, Cato Institute's guide for border crossings. There's, there's something like that. Um, promo code Coyote. I think that was one of them that we had. Um, am I am I having bad internet here, folks? Am I gonna I have to kick my wife off of the downstairs? Uh, maybe I'm streaming to too many places. Um, let me know if it's if it's really bad and we can try to fix that going forward. Okay, so let's play some other clips here. Um, I thought this was interesting. I, I'm going to talk about um, the Alex Murdoch trial, um, which I watched throughout, um, and I, I I was convinced that the district attorney, the prosecutor, and and watched my episode with Magoo on that one, that there was no good um, evidence 
presented to show a conviction and they came back like in an hour and a half and totally convicted him on all points. So, and then I see people online, you know, saying stuff and I, and even like my wife talking to her, they're, they're stuck on the boat case. They're stuck on that stuff before, not the evidence that was presented, but I thought this was uh, somewhat interesting. And so let's take it here to, to hear what, if you want to know uh, an expert's opinion, I thought maybe this would be a, uh, a good one to, to have. Okay. So OJ, OJ Simpson thought he would chime in on it. This is a three-minute uh, video. Let me we'll play this. Hey, here. Twitter world is New York. Well, 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 a whole lot of people asking me what I think about this uh, Alex Murdoch trial. I don't know why they think I'm an expert on it, but uh, I got to admit, when he took the stand, a guy who's an habitual liar, I did watch um, um, when the trial first started. Uh, I watched him take the stand and. I uh, thought it was probably a mistake because the guy is an admitted liar and it's hard for me to think he can be on the stand five, six, seven, eight days uh, without lying. Question is, what did he lie about? Uh, by the way, he only took the stand for, uh, it was two days. It was part of one and part of the other. So anyway. Uh, but lying and stealing money is a little different than murder. True. Uh, I realized in watching them testify what he was doing. He was just trying to relate to Same one or it. two of those jurors that he was a good old boy. He was one of them. Uh, and I'm not sure he didn't succeed in doing he that. Didn't. Uh, I am not qualified to, to really say if the guy did it or he didn't do it. You are qualified. Uh, you know, if a juror missed an hour <laughs> of testimony, they no longer qualified. I've missed days okay. that sure. I haven't watched this. Um, uh, but from what I've seen, do I think it's more likely that he did it? Yes. But more likely equals reasonable doubt. Uh, so True. Uh, from what I know, uh, I would have to say there's a lot of reasonable doubt there. Uh, he's going to go to jail for all the thievery he did, stealing millions of dollars of people. I think he should be looked at more about the death of his housekeeper a few years ago where he oh. ended up with over $4 million of the insurance money. Um, I think they should take a hard look at that, but it wouldn't surprise me in the least if this guy beats this case. Uh, he's going to go to jail. He's going to go to jail for all the money he stole. I'm curious there because uh, I got nine to 33 years, 33 years because I caught some guys trying to sell my stolen property and I yelled at them. Even they didn't think I should go to jail, and the judge gave me, this Jackie Glass gave me nine to 33 oh, years. Jackie so Glass. I'm trying to see what this guy is going to get. I was uh, up there with guys who had robbed casinos and robbed banks uh, two or three times, and they, were, they had half the time or a third of the time that I got. So I'm always curious to see what kind of time these guys get for stealing millions of dollars when I caught guys stealing my stolen property, the state of California, after I was convicted, ruled it was my property and they gave it to me. So I have it now. So how do you go to jail for catching guys who are trying to sell your stolen property? Well, nevertheless, I do think this guy more than likely did it. But once again, more than likely to me uh, is tantamount to reasonable doubt. Uh, it would work against him in a civil trial, but I don't know if it's going to work against him in this criminal trial. Wouldn't surprise me in the least if he beats this. I'm just saying. Take care. 
Okay, so he didn't beat it. So, uh, but I thought actually OJ, and by the way, when you need an expert on getting away with murder, you got to go to the expert. So you go to OJ and it's funny because um, I listened to this one radio show and they call themselves libertarians every morning. It, they're pretty popular around where I live. Um, and they, they're actually on like 10, 12 different stations in, in, in Northern California uh, and around Southern California, all of California and some other states as well. Uh, and one guy's like, I haven't watched a lick of this trial, but he's guilty. <laughs> and, um, you know, th th I couldn't even handle listening to it this morning. And there's a lot of that. Um, so, but now am I supposed to believe that the OJ verdict was correct, right? That he didn't do what he did because now we have a verdict that says one guy did that everyone thinks he did. So who knows? Um, I'm not going to cry over it. This guy was a scumbag. And as my wife says, don't live your life like that and you'll be fine. I get it. However, um, yeah, I would like to, to say some, you know, have some due process uh, done the right way. Um, this is, I, I feel, I feel, and, and I'm, I'm concerned about my, um, my internet here because it seems to be a little spotty, but um, I'm concerned here about um, Glenn Beck. I think he got scammed this morning, so I want to see if I can find this, and I should have had it ready to go, but it's not as easy. Uh, I'm going to have to log in. Okay, so hang on with me while we do that. I should have done this beforehand. There we go. Okay. Um, he had on Donald uh, Trump Jr., who I think is one of the worst interviews. He, he filibusters all the time. He's um, boring to me, but he had he was on Glenn Beck's show. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, anybody here? He was on Glenn Beck's show, one thirteen thirty three into the the show this morning. So we're right there. Hang on, hang on, and then okay. So I thought it was a. An, you mentioned that show before. Okay, yeah, I, I have. It's called Armstrong and Getty. They're they're pretty good, but I've been really disappointed in them lately. Um, Okay, let's see if this works. Glenn Beck has on Donald Trump Jr. I'm gonna play this interview because I, I feel like Trump gets uh, or Glenn Beck gets scammed here. Let's it's uh, MXM. It's a news app uh, like uh, Apple News. Has the bank PNC has just ended their business relationship without cause. Donald Trump Jr. is with us now to talk about it. Uh, hello, Don. How are you? I'm doing well. Yourself? Well, I'd be better if this crap wasn't happening. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't stop, Glenn. It's absolutely ludicrous. I mean, think about this. I created an app because for years they've been telling us, build your own. Yep. So then you do, and then Amazon Web Services throws you off, or Apple won't let you be on their app store, or Google yes, won't put you on. But we're on Google, and we're on Apple, and MXM, and all of this is a news aggregator app, right? So... I looked on it this morning, and there was an article from the New York Times on there. There was something from Breitbart. There was stuff from The Blaze. We take everything. Uh, I, you know, I went through the Hunter Biden nonsense. I saw what they did to me for years, and I see how he is an angel. And I understand I'm not the great citizen that Hunter Biden is, but I wanted to make sure <laughs> that people actually had the opportunity to see all of the news, not just what big tech deems to be important enough to show on Apple News or Correct. on Google's homepage or you know, the craziness that happens in search. And so I built my own with a friend. And again, we show all sides. Again, we have leftists. We had, I think, Mediaite on there, not exactly conservative friendly, but we let everyone read everything and, and choose themselves. So Correct. 
we get a, my send my buddy to, he's going to the bank, my partner in, in the MXM, and they go, you have zero account balance. I mean, it's a small business, but we had, you know, three quarter of a million dollar operating budget in there, and there's zero there. We thought we were hacked. We go to the bank, what's going on? Oh, oh yeah, we've, there's, a, there's a cashier's check being mailed to you. You'll get it in a day or two. They just closed out our account, send us three quarters of a million dollars on our cashier's check money back. They didn't even call, Glenn. Uh, and if they can do that to me, who won't they do it to? I mean, that's the insanity of the world that we live in. It, it wasn't like we're creating news that, is, that they don't like. We're literally just taking what's out there and making sure that everyone has an equal chance to see everything and formulate their own opinion. And PNC Bank, a major bank, just does that. So the, if they'll do that to me, who, who won't they do it to? Meaning, you know, I have some pretty powerful friends. I know I, the Speaker of the House was tweet, you know, t- retweeted my tweet last night saying this is outrageous. Like, you know, if they'll do it to me, knowing my soapbox, knowing my ability to get it out there, who won't they do it to? It, it, it's, it's lunacy, and that's why it's so important uh, we push back in sort of this patriot economy that's emerging. I mean, people are like, what are you talking about at CPAC? It's like, well, I was going to talk politics, but the reality, like, is if we're not playing in this game, it, it doesn't matter. And it, it comes to, you know, coincidentally, the week uh, that my buddy Michael Seifert is taking uh, his company, Public SQ, public, a, a, a listing of all the conservative businesses that in, you know, all over the country, where you can find businesses that believe in your values, businesses that won't cancel you, businesses that actually sign off on those things. And honestly, you're going to be spending your money anyway, Glenn. You might as well be spending it with oh, people who share your values. Put their kids through hockey practice or whatever it is. But I will tell you, Don, with the insanity and the people that hate you. And you know this because you just experienced those people will also come under attack if you don't stop this with the banks. I don't know if you know this, but I have been pushing for fair access laws. Uh, and we've been traveling to state to state to try to... Okay, I, I, I'll get to the rest of this here. JC says, powerful friends don't matter much if they're cowards who immediately cave to the even more powerful. True. It is a little weird that he talks about how even I am so powerful, everyone should just bow down to me, and then and they don't. Um, but I'm going to get to the, the, the bigger part of this interview in a second. Get the Republicans to understand that you're not telling people how to do business you're telling people they can't collude and use other things other than finances. Look, if, if you were a credit problem or whatever, which clearly are not, if you were a credit problem, well, then maybe. But they would tell you that. They, these fair access laws mean that if a bank or an institution cancels you, I'm not into this they plan. must um, say what it was that cause them to cancel and if it's anything other than uh credit then you can sue them but yeah well that's the point of it i mean we didn't even get a call there wasn't a reason they just well we don't want to do business with you and and again it's not like i'm out there creating quote unquote fake news now i think we've all seen a lot of fake news that turned out to be 100 percent correct like the wuhan lab leak theory that you know uh finally uh you know the Department of Energy and the FBI admit, you know, the most obvious cause from moment one was actually the cause. I'm shocked, Glenn. I'm shocked to hear right, this. Get but, to the point. You know, they would cancel you for saying that for the last few years. And that's the sort of battle that we're in, probably more, more important than almost everything in politics, other than perhaps we have to start ballot harvesting. Otherwise, none of it matters because we'll never win another election again. Uh, we have to start legal bar- uh, ballot harvesting. We must do yeah. that. And shame on the GOP yeah. for not 
uh, going there. Um, so PNC, by the way, if you have a PNC account, you should take your money out of it today. Find a local bank that's not doing these things. Um, by the way, what is the 1792.com? What was that uh, that website we talked about recently that shows all the banks and their risks on doing these kinds of things? But you should take your yeah, money out. But, and, but just don't take your money I, I out today. Make sure Square. you tell PNC why. Go ahead. Yeah, and I, I mentioned Public Square. By, by total coincidence, my buddy's taking his company public. That is a, a listing of all the conservative businesses around the country. He's from California, and he got sick of going to a coffee shop, spending his hard-earned money on a business that's donating back to Planned Parenthood or some lunatic leftist cause. And so he started this basically business board. If you go to publicsq.com, you can find all the businesses that share your values. Whether Okay, I, I, I literally can't handle him anymore, so I'm going to uh, X off of there because I think that's, uh, that's actually good enough. Um, so I'm going to pull up, so let's see some windows. Um, let's go here. So this is this public square thing they have, they've been in exist. I know they're going public, but they've been in existence since 2021. And it's basically, we can, you know, uh, put your, your company in there. And it's like what he said, and then Glenn's talking about these bank things. So what's also interesting is, uh, I, I also then <laughs> looked up. And um, Donald Trump Jr. wins. PNC Bank reverses course, blames cutting ties with MXF's news on good faith error. So they reinstated him. And they tweeted that out to him before the interview. So he, he knew the interview when the interview happened that this was the case. It, and, and by the way, it's, it's so I'm watching this this morning or listening to it. And I, and I'm, I actually had to comment on the app there that's, uh, that I have with the Blaze. And I'm like... Um, shouldn't have, he's talking about these, these websites that you can do the research. Shouldn't have, he had done that for that bank before he used them for his own news service or the one that Glenn's talking about. It, it, it feels like to me that, um, he, that's happened and he's got this buddy's uh, product that ties in perfectly with it. And it's almost a scam. You're, you're creating a crisis. I don't know if he created it. Maybe something happened. I don't give him the benefit of the doubt. This is your, your benefit of being libertarian-ish or whatever you want to call yourself that's kind of in this sphere, which is you don't take everything he says as the God-honest truth. You don't take everything the right uh, left says as the God-honest truth. And you start to look at it with a bit of a skeptical eye, and you wonder if he's something doesn't seem right here because uh, before he went on Glenn Beck, by the way, with the big platform, PNC had reversed this. Now I know he had gone on Twitter before and done this, but it seems like he could have gone on Glenn and said, Hey, it's been, it's been resolved. Um, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Um, anyway, it just is interesting. And also this is a guy that this happened to, and he's like rich and powerful and these things shouldn't happen to me. Uh, but then he's telling you about a service that you can go and do research so that you can acquire a bank or a business that won't do this to you. Maybe you should have done that first. Okay. I, I get that you you're, you're now admitting that you're not all that powerful. So, but maybe that's what you should have done to me. Okay. They're talking something radical like agorism or sterilizing as much as possible. I don't know what that, that means, but uh, okay. Um, let's talk about Beck here. Cause I thought was, he's been claiming about Republicans for decades said over and over that he's learned his lesson, but he clearly has not I think you're correct. But then, you know, if Don, if Don Trump Jr. Was going to come on my show, I'd probably say yay. Cause it helps pay the bills. So you've got, uh, you've got that part too there as well. Okay. Um, I thought this was an interesting one. It got pulled off of Twitter. 
and it was this um, interview. So now it's on 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 YouTube. Um, let's see if I could show the. It's a minute here. Can I show it on YouTube? Okay, nah, it's not going to be that great, but uh, we'll we'll try to do this anyways. This was this. Oops. This was this. Um, this video with Ben Shapiro and Tucker Carlson, it's kind of come back into vogue, I guess. I don't know if vogue is the right word to, to use for it, but anyway, let's go. Would Tucker Carlson be in favor of restrictions on the ability of trucking companies to use this sort of technology specifically to, you know, sort of artificially maintain the number of jobs that are available in the trucking industry? Are you joking? In a no. second, in a second. In other words, if I were president, would I say to DOT, the Department of Transportation, we're not letting driverless trucks on the road, period. Why? Really simple. Driving for a living is the single most common job for high school educated men in this country, in all 50 states. By the way, that's the same group whose wages have gone down by 11% over the past 30 years. The social cost of eliminating their jobs in a 10-year span, five-year span, 30-year span, is so high that it's not sustainable. So the greater good is protecting your citizens. I've been saying it for years, Tucker Carlson for president. Okay, what there's there's a, a few things about that. One, uh, it's a ridiculous take. Uh, but two, uh, Benny coming in there and saying that and, and agreeing with him. I, I I didn't know that he was a socialist. Uh, that's a central planning ground up. That's that's all. Folks uh, said uh, Tucker has some base takes, but the fucking socialist. Yes, that's true. Uh, we're not going to allow horses in the cities. There will be shit everywhere. Tucker Carlson, probably. Yes. Um, that's just central planning and you can't, you can't do that. If you want innovation at all, you, you, you just, it's not going to happen. What's going to happen is what uh, I just saw a poll out there the other day that, um, driverless cars are not quite taking off the way, uh, as far as the popularity that they ex assumed. So a lot of this driverless car, I don't know if people are having it. I just saw a commercial though, the other day, I think it was Ford. It's this mom. She's in there and she puts it on driverless mode. And, and by the way, I, I, from a liability aspect, I can't believe that the car companies are doing this. So then it's like, oh, she's in hands-free mode and she's not even touching the car and she's talking to her son because uh, he's deaf. So she can do sign language because it's got to be a good reason. The, go on, no one's doing it that way. Even that mom, and that, that son doesn't want to talk to his mom in the car. He's glad he's deaf. What's going to happen is you're going to be on your phone and now you're going to be on your phone. I saw a lady this morning, Tesla next to her uh she's probably got you know driver assisted whatever and she's just up here like this with their phone driving the road now my car has just driver assisted lane assist uh, adaptive cruise control it's pretty damn sweet um you still got to kind of be there it jerks at you if you don't if you take your hands off the wheel too long it starts to, to talk about it but um the point is uh this is a, a technology and and what you're going to have is and I, speaking of Glenn Beck, I've heard him talk about the driverless car things. His thing with innovation, he says, at some point, you're going to have probably your grandkids are going to go, wait, they let you drive the car? That's really where we're at. Well, not if Tucker Carlson is involved. And what else is there? If, if that's what he deems is so important that he needs to interject and the state needs to say, you know, no way. Um, I'm curious as to what's going to, what else is there? Because I think the reality is, especially with trucking, I don't think it's going to be quite the extent that other things are. You, you have too many. I saw this on there today. There was a poll about uh, truckers, how they're, and, and, you know, people are, are equating it to some other things. But 
what it was is that how many truckers are on the road, you know, this 8% of the, the all vehicles on the road are trucks, yet they make up like 13, 20% or something of all the accidents. Well, that's because, and I saw a trucker in there. He says, look, most of the accidents we're getting into are backing up accidents. <laughs> it's not actually on the roads. It's in parking lots trying to, you know, sleep for the night and we're clipping someone's mirror. So could very well be the case. Um, and those are the kind of things that maybe, maybe driverless would be better. Maybe not. Maybe you do need to, I mean, there's some, you know, good truckers are really, some of them are really good at uh, doing the parking stuff. So um, let's see if we have anything. Neocons are really just neotrotskyites. True. In some states, people can't even comprehend pumping their own gas. Got a story for that. Um, grew up in Oregon. In Oregon, it was illegal to pump your own gas. You had to, and it was a, it was a works program. So what that really meant was they wanted people to have jobs. And so to have a job, you had to, the, one of the things was pump gas. So you pull up to a place, they had to come out and pump your own gas. Now you, you didn't have, you don't have sales tax in, in Oregon. So it was cheaper. So it's really, the cost was very similar to Washington, even with that, because they had to pay someone to come out and do it. So it's a pain. My parents live right on the border. Um, it's just, it, Pump gas in Oregon, not in Washington. Pump your own gas in Washington. It's a stupid thing. So um, let's see what else we have here. I'm a massive germaphobe. Shocker. Uh, so I would gladly pay a little extra to have someone pump my gas. Yeah, um, could could be your issue. Um, but anyway, I, I thought that was uh, interesting. I, don't just don't be so into anybody that you're going to follow them down a stupid path when they say something like Benny was saying there about Tucker. I mean, that's, by the way, that video was on Twitter and a bunch of people were commenting about it. And I mean, that was from a podcast. I want to say even like two years ago is when Glenn, uh, Ben was still in uh, California uh, when he first came out with this, his podcast show. And so and that got taken down. So I don't know if Ben did a copyright strike of some sort, but um, it, uh, it definitely got removed. Would come for you to know that germ therapy is a psyop. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what else do we have here? I had another inter I, I had an interview actually with um, Tucker Carlson. Let's see if we'll play that one. This one is four minutes, so we'll we'll, we'll do that. Maybe then we'll cut out. Uh, my son has a baseball game, so go check that. He did get in trouble today. He was throwing clay, I guess, in art class. He's in high school. He got in trouble. I'm not too disappointed with that. Anyway, here we go in this country losing their jobs for trying to protect their children from efforts to sexualize them. In the Drupa School District in California, teachers are prohibited from telling parents when their children are, quote, transitioning to another gender. So your kid could be getting castrated or chemically or physically, and you're not allowed to know that. Jessica Tapia teaches in that district. She refused to comply with the policy. She said it violated her Christian beliefs as well as her basic responsibilities as a teacher. So she was fired for that. She's brave enough to join us now along with her attorney, Brad Dacus. Thank you both very much for coming on. Jessica, first to you, I assume the other teachers in your district comply. First, I just want to say, Jessica, solid. Um, her attorney, I've, I've done zoom stuff with him. He's a PJI Pacific justice Institute. Um, he's a good attorney. He did a lot of good work on COVID, but I think he's a little cucked on some other things. So I'd, why, with this grotesque order, why did you not? Uh, great question, Tucker. I'm truly afraid that many other teachers don't even know they're under these directives. I didn't know I was under these directives until I found out. And when I found out from my school district that I was under these directives, 
I chose to speak up about them and stand my ground and stand in my faith and beliefs. And that's when they said, that's gonna be an issue. You have to comply with these directives or your job is on the line. And so I chose, I chose God. I chose to stick with my Christian faith. And because of that, they released me from employment because in their words, they could not accommodate my religious beliefs. But I mean, you were also, and bless you for doing that, and you should do that, but you were also siding with parents, all of whom, no matter who they voted for in the last election, you'd think would want to know if their children are being castrated, like their children. Don't you think parents want to know? Yes, I think parents have the right to know everything about their children, and I will not partake in withholding any information from a parent. I'm a parent myself, and I would be very upset about that. So this fight is not just for the sake of my job loss. This fight is for the protection of all children. This fight is for the preservation of parental rights. Well, amen. But Brad, is this, since you're the attorney here, is it legal to fire someone for refusing to hide essential facts from parents who are the guardians of, of these children? Yeah, this is a clear breach of public trust, and it's a clear violation of her Title VII rights. She was fired not because of the job she did, Tucker. She was fired because of her religious beliefs. And mind you, uh, she's not alone. We at Pacific Justice Institute, we're representing hundreds of people, employees who are fired because of their faith. And the issue is, is also one of the parents. They're scared, Tucker, right now. They, they see all of what's going on. They're horrified by it. And it's for that reason... On our website, we've developed uh, customized opt-out forms for all 50 states where parents for free can download opt-out forms, start learning what their rights are, uh, as well as the material that's being given to the kids and their grandkids throughout the country in public schools. I mean, Jessica, I have to ask, were there, and I, and I know what the answer I want to hear, were there teachers you work with who came up to you and congratulated you for your bravery, I hope? Uh, you know, Tucker, I'm being totally overwhelmed in the best way possible with hundreds Good. of teachers reaching out to me, um, telling me that they're ready to die on this hill with me, that they completely align with my views on this, that they are ready to stand up to this beast with me and stand for the protection of children and stand for parental rights and, you know, stand for the fact of the matter that as Christians, we, we can also be in the public sector. And at this point, I feel that I was told, you need to choose one or the other. Do you want to be a yeah. public school teacher or do you want to continue practicing your Christian yeah. faith? Well, good for you. Uh, we be, we're always mean to teachers, but I married one. I know there are a lot of wonderful teachers and you're obviously one of them. Thank you both for joining us. I mean, I wouldn't need to listen to that to know she was a wonderful teacher. Just... <laughs> She looked good. Uh, but you do have a problem there, which is, oh, the Christian right, you know, stop indoctrinating our kids and then let us go to these public institutions where they indoctrinate our kids. It's, you know, you got to you got to get out of the public institution altogether. Um, she should totally start a private business that brings back one room schoolhouses. <laughs> That's what we have a comment. I totally agree. She was pretty. I, I don't know that I ever had a, I mean, by the way, that's what it, the, the, we'll, we'll finish with this uh, last thing here, which is um, something I'm, uh, I, let's see where we can find it. There we go. There we go. Okay. Tyler, uh, I found it. Um, let's take a look here. This is, I'm very disappointed. Um, 
what one of the, who am I disappointed in? I'm disappointed in uh, what's his name? Um, I said new block list uh, did uh, top ten libertarians of whoops. Let's uh, stop the screen and go to this next one. Top ten libertarian hot libertarians of 2023, and um, this is uh, Austin Peterson's website, and I'm disgusted by him. And um, he and his, his wife trying to, to do this. So this, and by the way, I, I said, here's a new block list. I'm only going to show this. It's not these people's fault that they are on there. But libertarians have a problem, which is, and I've called it, when I, when I worked in, uh, for a big company, I worked for multiple big companies. I actually worked for BlackRock at one point. Um, worked for as a broker, as another one. Anyway, the point being, I uh, worked at some of these big companies and I would call certain people work hot, okay? What I mean by work hot is that these are... <laughs> These are, are people that you're, you're around them at work all the time. And at some point you're like, hey, it's kind of hot. But if you saw them out in the real world, if you saw them in a bar, as an example, or a club, or you're trying to date, you would really say they're maybe they're mid, mid at best. OK, but at work, they turn hot just for whatever, uh, whatever reason. So with that said, um, they put together this list and, and, and I just. I'm so just libertarians be better. These are mid at best. And if in the real world outside the libertarian sphere, you're not calling them hot. Okay. By the way, this one's hot. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I don't know who that is. Uh, Yin Mead Park. Okay. So um, I, I will have to go bigger here because uh, she's going bigger. So um, I, I let's see if we could, let's, let's, uh, let's actually, there we go. Okay, so she's, um, who cares what she does? She's trying to use her sex appeal. Um, who's that? Okay, uh, Liv Maddox. Okay, fine. Um, she's up in Connecticut somewhere or somewhere. I think she works on a DJ, uh, radio station or radio. There you go. St. Louis, Missouri. I don't know. Um, Brad, Brad Palumbo. I mean, he and his... <laughs> Uh, whatever. Spike Cohen. I mean, you're you're really simping. I'm sorry. The the nice guy, but you're no one's saying you're. Ho <laughs> this is this is so uh, unbearable. Okay, uh, there, this was one of them last time, but this is just now an ad. Okay, okay. You got a lot of dudes in here, so his wife must have taken over. I don't know who the the centralist is. Um, Max is a. Proponent of classical liberalism, free market capital. Should we see what he says about Brad? Let's see what he says about Brad. Uh, that I want to say. Brad Palumbo is a libertarian journalist and commenter who frequently writes about politics, economics, and social issues. He believes in limited government, but some government, individual liberty, but not all liberty, and free market capitalism. Brad is a critical of many progressive policies and argues for a more minimalist approach to government intervention in the economy and society. Uh, his introduction to economics is, I don't know, was it the something about the LGBT community? He's not been able to buy them enough. Spike Cohen, good guy, but the hot, I don't know, whatever. Uh, Max uh, Pretty Upala is a UAE-born Australian actress and producer from Dubai and considers herself a global citizen from her heritage. I'm Indian, grew up in multiple countries. You're really poor. <laughs> 
As someone who lived in multiple countries and identifies as global citizen, Prady Upala has a cosmopolitan worldview and values diversity and multiculturalism. How is this? Uh, where, where is she on on uh, building her own roads? I don't know. Where's uh, uh, where's that? Evans um, O'Brien. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, is this uh, Karen Harlow's daughter? Uh, uh, she may, she's a prominent voice in libertarian. I've never known, I don't know who this is, known for advocacy of individual freedom, personal responsibility, and voluntary exchange. She is a writer, speaker, consultant who has worked with a range of organizations, individuals, blah, 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 without interference, free markets, bad hair, so you have to include her, okay? And this, her, uh, she's also a proponent of self-improvement. Wait, wait. <laughs> She's a proponent of self-improvement. What, what's the what's that definition mean to you? Because <laughs> okay, uh, let's go to this is the dumbest website, but it keep popping this thing. Tony Woodleaf, um, but he gets he gets clicks. So there we go. Uh, Tony Woodleaf. He writes in books. He puts his glasses on the table, and he has salt and pepper hair. He writes with his right hand and likes black and white pictures. There you go. He's an American author, speaker, commenter, is known for his writing of faith, family, and culture. Okay. Uh, what does he think about simps? Oh, he's a Christian and his writing often reflects his faith. But he is also interested in exploring broader cultural. I mean, by the way, if, if I got put on this list, I would block me on Twitter. I would say, fuck you. I'm so out. Um, I'm embarrassed. Uh, please. Uh, and by the way, I, I, also, there's. I, I don't think I'm an ugly guy. I, I have a pretty wife and I have a nice life. Dating was fine for me. I'm never going to be on GQ. I shouldn't be on GQ. I should not be revered for looks. And I don't think I'm any uglier than these people. So, um, you know, I would be embarrassed if I was on here because I'd be like, what was the pool that you dug me into, uh, put me into to, to be part of this? Uh, <laughs> this is, this is exactly, uh, uh, Kalina is a, uh, we've talked about Kalina. I mean, um, you gotta have the whole package. This is not uh, the whole package. That's the face. Okay. We're getting better. It's, it's right about here is about as good as you're going to get for, for that. <laughs> I don't know who Daniela Penstick. uh, let's see, uh, I don't know who uh, Pentic is. Uh, watch, let's go back to what does it say about uh, Kalina? It's, it's literally a, a one sentence thing. A health fitness activist, an online fitness coach, and former secretary and SEC rep of the Libertarian Party of Lafayette Parish. Kalina spends her days advocating health freedom on Instagram and conducting interviews with each other. I do have to find, she has a great, I have a great clip of hers here. So let's, let's see if I can find this clip here. Um, let's see. Libertarian uh, podcast review, Instagram clips, queen note. Um, there's a man I got, by the way, I, I mentioned this before. I'm, I'm putting it together a, a, there you go. Okay. Let's go here. Ready? Yeah, go. You understand like Matt. Okay. First of all, I don't do this. So I can have a podcast and make money. Okay. I don't make money off of this. I made like probably $500 total when I was even like monetizing my Instagram total the whole time. Literally. Okay. I do this because children are being hurt. People are being injured. Like, People, we, we all care about these same things. So, yeah, but I feel that I care more because a lot of people are just sitting around trying to <laughs> I care more. Uh, <laughs> that's what we, that's kind of dumb shit we have here. Um, okay. So she cares more. I don't know. Does she? I mean, look, it's, as far as her ass goes, I think we're, we're working there, uh, lower back and you got going here. 
but I mean, come on, that's, that's not, uh, that's, it's <laughs> not right. Tyler's photo is going to be him, uh, in some biker shirts. No, it's not. I, by the way, you can find those of me probably on, um, what do you call it? Uh, Facebook or, you know, some things when I'm doing, but I'm, I'm out racing. I'm doing it. I'm not posing for pictures. It's, it's a bit different there. So, uh, it's what you have you. And by the way, I was, a uh, I was pretty damn good professional cyclist in the day. So, uh, maybe I have a reason to be, um, okay. Um, Daniela, and by the way, once again, you, you may be completely not anything to do with this list. You didn't know you're on and you got added to it. I get it. This one starting to be the most pretty. I don't know why they have her at 10. <clears throat> She's prettier than the others. She's definitely prettier than spike. Let's be honest. Uh, Washington state based political strategist with a master's degree in his current field repping turning point USA. Oh, well, there you go. It's not really turning point. USA isn't really libertarian. Is it? She's a former legislative director for Washington's Eagle forum and current contributor to the wake up America show with Austin Peters. There you go. Austin Peter. Last year he had his wife on this year. He has a co-host of some sort. So she got, uh, she got on, um, that gave me a good chuckle. That gave me <laughs> good laughing because uh, that that it's so stupid. And so my thing there is like, hey, we got a new block list coming out. Let's block some people. Uh, I'm starting to, I'm, and then you have some people like, oh, I wasn't on. I should have been on. And I'm like, you're you're, you're worse. The fact that you say that, uh, Pop Lobster, I'm talking to you. Uh, the fact that you say that, it makes me uh, concerned. So, whew, rough, rough week. <laughs> okay, so what do we have coming up? <clears throat> Andy was too sick today, so he didn't want to come on. He said, uh, wait, that's, 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 see what here. TPUSA was a movement started during the pandemic to provide toilet paper caused by hoarding. <laughs> so sure uh, you got to it at the end. I got it. I appreciate that. Um, Andy, he had goop in his ear and then he throat, whatnot. He's sick. I don't know what's going on. So he didn't show up today. Obviously we have to finish the respondent. That was a book we've done with this guy about men's rights. Once again, if you watch our thing, um, and I played all those clips in the beginning, important that you watch it. We, uh, it's some, it's comedy gold. I, I don't typically listen back to my shows, but I have listened to that one multiple times It is so good. And I can't believe no one is listening to it. I'm the only one listening to it. So uh, you would have to be a member on our Odyssey because we're going to do some more of these membership ones. Um, there's Maggie and um, Olivia Rondo. They have a podcast, once again, through Fee. Uh, cringe, especially when they talk about men's rights. So this is what we're doing. By the way, I, I don't want to be categorized as a, as a male feminist, a female feminist, a men's right activist. I'm about it, just we have rights. Okay. And we go from there and they try to make victims out of men. And that's my problem. That's what I've been pushing about with the court system. Uh, learn to prepare, learn to understand what you're up against and let's change some things going forward, but stop saying it's you, not your fault that shit happens. Because I could tell you when, at least in California, when shit happens to men, almost invariably it's their fault. There's definitely some of the ones that don't and, and you know, things happen. So, um, JC said I'm subbing. Okay. Uh, by the way, if you want, you can sub to the Odyssey, which the lowest one is four bucks. I'm sorry. This is low as they would let me go. I tried to go zero just to have a private thing. That one we're going to do the live streams on. If you don't want that, you can do um, uh, our uh, Spotify. If you find that one too, and I'll put links up there. That one's 99 cents a month and you can watch them on, Spot on Spotify, the video there. And then we're going to, if you want to do it for free still after that, we will have that there on um, 
the Substack, and I'll put it out to free, but it will be behind a, a free wall, a free, <laughs> a free wall. Yeah. Uh, victim mentality doesn't work for anyone, men, women. Yes. And Andy and I work through that. So, um, why, by the way, it, it's good stuff. I, I thought that we, we nailed that one and it was just fun. So we'll do this other one next. It, and then Cole, Cole, by the way, Cole should be on that list before a lot of those people. He's been working out. He's putting a lot of work in it. I, I'm I, the, the fact that they put Brad Palumbo. I mean, he's got girl eyes and 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 probably wears makeup all the time, so he has that look. But Spike Cohen's not a, a, an unattractive man, but he's not one to be on a list. Once again, I shouldn't be on a list, and they aren't any better. I'm just just throwing that out there. Maybe you disagree. Um, Cole Cole should be on. Cole wants to do one of these hate watch as we're calling them with uh, Rondo and. Uh, Maggie, he's gross. You're talking about Cole. Why, why would you say it about Cole? He's been working. <laughs> I know. I think you're talking about Spike, uh, or you're talking about me, Spud. Uh, you're talking about me. I, I don't mind that at all. Um, I'm I'm confident. My wife makes a list every night, a top ten, and I, the only top ten list I make of hers is the ones that get to be in her bed, not the hot list. I don't I don't make those lists at all anymore. No, she thinks I'm fine. She said I, I'm doing good. I, I, she said this is out of context. Uh, uh, Reed Coverdale for sure. Uh, fine. The, my only problem with Reed, and it's all these guys, and this is why I, I, I want to give Cole a hug someday, is he's working out. He's changing his his physique. And I, I uh, Reed is, I don't know what he's doing. Um, he's he's a, definitely a manly man. He's He looks good. Uh, he's working a lot. I'm, I'm concerned about his health if he doesn't go there. And she said, no, gay boy, okay. Uh, Reed wakes up fabulous. Okay, I, I'm with. Okay, JC, I don't, I don't know. JC, are you male for meal? Maybe you need to, to, to tell me what that is. Okay, was there one last thing? Uh, I have an Instagram account, Kill Podcast. Check that. Where I'm just posting a bunch of stupid uh, little. It's, they're not memes, but they're little videos, and that's kind of fun. There's where we're, we're not doing anything other than that. Um, what else did I have? Otherwise, I think we're we're good to go. So. Um, we're going to do some more shows. Andy and I, we're going to do a kill pod coming up. It's going to be, um, it's going to be conspiracy theories. So if you have a conspiracy theory, you want to come on with that. That's when we're going to do. So it's going to be conspiracy theories only. We just have to get our right guest to come in and there we have it. All right, everybody have a great weekend. Go do something fun, do something constructive. Uh, if you see some clips out there and you want me to feature them here, we will do so. Um, other than that, once again, have a good one. Day. Okay, I'm leaving now, my guys. But she's back. And now. Chick-fil-A is completely overrated. It's not that good. I prefer Zaxby's. I prefer Popeye's. Takes a tough man to make a tender forecast, Nick. And I guess that's me. <laughs> Keep fucking that chicken. For, should I vote for Dick Cheney on the Libertarian Party? Do I yes. have an obligation to vote for Dick Cheney? I would say so. Yes. Well, did it work for those people? <laughs> no, it never does. I mean, these people somehow delude themselves into thinking it might, but but it might work for us. That one dude was like, not a podcast, I can't find it anywhere, and they don't have video. Oh, yeah, Peter Janky, yeah. Yeah, I blocked him. I'll do it. If he unblocks me, I'll... I'll... He'll buy your shirt if you unblock him, Bert. He's a wigger. Yeah, nothing cooler than so a 49-year-old wigger. Like, yeah, I just started I live streaming. Cut me some slack. I'm fucking... I'm pretty high-tech for a boomer. Uh, but... Anyways, I'm...